All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming in Hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Good Monday afternoon, everybody. Brent Wallace alongside the smartest man in hockey, Jason York, who can't work his AirPods, and Bobby Ryan, uh, everybody's favorite right winger. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hello. I, I was gonna. I was wondering if I was gonna get any kind of intro after the smartest man in hockey. So that I'm glad. <laughs> it was on the fly. Yeah, it's, it's a great. Yeah, with. great follow up off the cuff. Right. Yeah. Let's, we need a handle for Bob. We Bob needs a handle. <laughs> so a self proclaimed best looking third. <laughs> <laughs> we got smartest man in hockey, JP Bitterman, and we need one for you. <laughs> um, listen, uh, we'll just get to the show because Mark Stone's <laughs> waiting, and I don't want to make him wait anymore. Um, so uh, before we get underway, everything is good, right, with you two? I, I guess you're all just golfing and living lights. You got yeah. it. Oh, never mind. We're bringing Mark Stone in now. There he is. <laughs> well, speaking of living life. Well, I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Nice to see you. Good to see you, too. Hey, congrats. on! I, I know you've heard this a lot, probably, and it never gets old, but congrats. No, on it does not. Though, <laughs> you can tell me as many times as you want. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, before we get to your summer and everything else, I, I came across this video yesterday and I just want to ask what the feeling is like when you came off the ice and went into the locker room. Do you even remember probably being on cloud nine uh, of this particular video yeah. of the champagne shower? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the most electric 10 seconds of my life. Um, my eyes were burning pretty bad though. After. <laughs> they were pretty, pretty red. Looked like I had, uh, Smoked four uh, four joints after that one. You guys, uh, <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys weren't prepared like the basketball teams with the goggles and the baseball teams after they win one round. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. They had they had them in there. 
few guys had him, but uh, I think we wanted to show our toughness and resiliency, you know? Don't put the goggles on. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it is the best. That might be one of the best videos I've seen in a long, long time of celebrating a Stanley Cup victory. That was great. It was uh, probably the funnest time is celebrating the locker room. It's oh, fun yeah. going out and all and everyone telling you how good you are, but the, the locker room is uh, was the best for sure. What time, uh, what time did you guys get out of the locker room that night? So, actually, the TV schedule worked out for us, right? It's 5 o'clock we started. Um, yeah. So, the game was done around, I give or take, 8, probably off the ice at 9. So, we probably had it in there for probably like 9 to nine to 1. So, we were, we were pretty good. We had like three, four hours in there. It was awesome. That is awesome. What happened to your gear after? Did you wash it or is it gone? No, I got it. It's actually fucking... <laughs> Staring out right now. <laughs> you could use a little sun. It was uh, when it when it got back to me. Uh, probably start of this month. It was was still pretty sticky. I think they gave it a, a few good washes, but it uh, it was still pretty sticky. Uh, that's great. Um, the other thing I came across, it just showed up recently, is in the team photo and the video is Ivan Barbashev. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think he forgot he played for Vegas, not St. Louis. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Ivan Barbashev is holding up two fingers because he has won two Stanley Cups because he won with St. Louis. But he, everybody else is like, hey, yeah. Ivan, where's, where's our first one here? <laughs> I think he's looking – If I mean, I, I'm not going to quote him, but I think he's looking for Petro to see what Petro's doing. And then when Petro just had the one, he's like, ah, shit, I better go. <laughs> I better go one. <laughs> so we had a couple guys. We had a couple guys that could go three. Like so, Quickie, Phil, those guys, they could have gone three if they wanted. Oh, yeah. They're all one. Martinez. Right. Yeah. Um, Martinez, yeah. What do you like? Did you go out on the strip after that night? Did you take the cup everywhere? Yeah, we did. We we had like a um and Bobby stayed there at the Aria. Um oh, yeah. we had like a pro the their um nightclub that was closed, but they had it like just for us and families. So they had that open till about two, two, three o'clock, and then we went to Caesars till about five, five thirty. Oh, and uh, we thought a bunch of guys went to O'Connor's after a local pub, um, but I was ready to. I knew I knew we were in for a long, uh, a long week, so I, I called it early and uh, got ready for the for the week ahead. Yeah, so, you, so, you, can't, you can't blow it out of water on night one. Oh, you gotta. Oh. Yeah. So. Like, uh, every team got the guys that kind of are in the know, like the guys that are in charge. You guys have like a little couple guys or the planning committee for that or do you take that undertaking on yourself um so when when reeves uh, when reeves got traded that was a tough blow for for us um <laughs> he was pretty good at organizing everything but um honestly uh, i think that the organization had everything lined up pretty good for us they wanted to keep keep that all out of our heads and yeah. um once we won it was pretty easy and people wanted us there right so exactly. uh, it wasn't too hard to uh to, to plan something um and we had a couple nights with the guys a couple nights with the uh, with the families uh, our owner took us out to his ranch on the i want to say it was thursday night to friday night so we partied up at his ranch just just the uh, just the families which was awesome get get away from usually when teams win they go to vegas we were uh, getting away from vegas uh, and then we came back for the parade so everything was kind of planned for us which was nice was that up in montana in montana yeah you guys uh, went up to anaconda yeah, we were in. We flew. Well, it's close to like Bozeman, I think, is the closest airport. But yeah, he's got a airport. little. 
He's got a little uh, thing, so he flew us all, on, on all his planes in there, so we were right there. Yeah, I've been to that Rock Creek Cattle Company there, and yeah. um, and then actually a really good golf course, Old Works, is in Anaconda. It's a Jack Nicholas public course, but that, that's like four hours from where I live, so I would jet down on the weekends from time to time. What a spot. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of like a – it's hard to, hard to explain. It's it, For us, it's like a, it's like paradise, you know? It's like our Disneyland, I guess, you, you, you per se. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You go through that little metal gate and then you got another 10 miles of just dirt. Travel. Yeah. You're like, are we going yeah. anywhere? And then you, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, he's got, it's fun. You do like the ATV stuff like that. You can kind of see some stuff. It's he, he takes us there every year at the start of the, or at the start of the season, kind of as our team bonding trip. It's, oh, that's huge. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's just, you land it's, uh, dinners at eight, you know, do whatever the hell you want till eight. And then wake up the next day, dinner's at eight again, do whatever the hell you want till eight. And then we're flying out and we got preseason game the next night. So we better be good. And that's we're awesome. never good. We're never good. <laughs> that's like when they took us to the rock and we all went to Dion for no. Oh yeah. I didn't play in that game. I showed up two minutes late and it was four nothing. Yeah. No, I was, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I was, uh, I didn't play in that game either. I didn't even bring my equipment on that trip. <laughs> so I was like, Whoa. I'm here for one thing, one thing only. <laughs> It was a good time. Golf. Where was Dion place? PI, right? Yeah. PI, yeah. Yeah. Pajot was a dash five. He gave all the he gave all the big guy and then Dion had to play, but he gave a bunch of us the night off or whatever. I remember sitting there with Stone or Carl, a couple other guys, and it was like seven to one, and we were like, "It's not going to be a pretty day tomorrow." When the when the bus times home from dinner were twelve and two, you knew we were probably weren't going to play that well. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough start. It was a tough start. I was shucking oysters all night long. What a time! Uh, doesn't Dion have a uh, rotating garage car lift thing? I mean, his place was incredible. He had his gym up on top of his his garage. Yeah, um, and then he had his bar off to the side. It was like in through the gym into the bar into your car off to the golf course. It seemed like it. It was, it was, it was a compound, and it was the way to describe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's well set up. A um, couple other questions, and uh, we'll get on to uh, your summer. But um, can, did you break your wrist in Game Five? Yeah, I did. Um, Nonchalantly. Well, I, I knew I knew something was wrong. I was on the power play. I just got whacked by by Montour, and I kind of went to the bench like, oh, it doesn't feel great. And then he kind of stayed in the game. Um, momentum, or I guess they kind of got that energy, adrenaline going. Um, and once the period ended, I went into the room, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't can't move this thing. But um, sounds terrible, but in my head, all I could think of is. We're gonna win. I gotta hoist this this trophy. And if I can't do it, it's gonna be super embarrassing. So <laughs> I went into the I went into the room and they shot me up and fortunately I only had to do it for one game. Kind of got it done. But yeah, it's uh I, I, it doesn't it sounds like heroic, but I didn't feel anything, so I felt I felt normal. <laughs> yeah. Was it a micro fracture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you remember well, that Montreal in 2015? Yeah, all fans, I, I got the last laugh now. <laughs> <laughs> well said. So good. They beat uh, us, but uh, we got it done. We got it done two years later. Yeah. Do you expect to ever pay for a meal in Vegas again? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, if we can ring it back this year, I think we'd be uh, we'd be getting close to that uh, that territory. For me, I want to. 
I want to see if I can get my name at that Shadow Creek uh, golf course, see if I can uh, be a legend there, but that one's even harder. So, uh, um, Well, you do get free lap dances for life, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a pretty, some pretty good jokes. We, we thought about, man, maybe we should just go in there and, and test it out, you know, see if they're actually going to follow through on it. Yeah, we're here for the next 24 hours, boys. We'll see, see how it goes. <laughs> nah, we're... Somebody's got to go. <laughs> I'll, we'll send some of the young guys who, who don't have – yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm That's saying. Tread idea. lightly. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally, before we get to your day with the cup, uh, Phil Kessel's day with the cup. I, I don't know if, I don't think you were there. I don't know if you were there. Um, have you seen this photo of him uh, with the hot dogs in the cup? Was that this? That might've been see, a couple of years ago. See, I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think yeah. it's this year. So has he, did he chill out this year and just do it quietly? He did it in Toronto again. Um, it's unfortunate for Phil. He was super excited to do it at his house in Florida, but his house was part of the hurricane. So oh, um, wow. he was doing so much uh, like renovations with everything. So he, he, yeah. he couldn't take it back. And his parents and all his family, there's not a ton of people back in Wisconsin. So he, he took it to, uh, and did like a, uh, he called it like a Coachella for his, for his daughter's birthday, which was pretty cool. Oh, very nice. <laughs> hey, all Stone, right. are you, you, Everybody was talking about Phil, but what, when I was with you the other day and we were playing golf, you, you said something to me about how important Phil was to the team. Like, he, he meant a lot. Like, he did a lot of things off the ice for you guys, eh? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, from the second he walks in the door, someone's yapping at him. And from the second he leaves the door, someone's yapping at him. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> and he, he, he pretends he doesn't like it, but he, he loves it. When he walks in the door, he's like, okay, let's go. Who, who, who am I going after next? Who's coming at me? Um, he's had an incredible element. He's got like a – God, what was my quote about him? He's got a perfect amount of um, positiveness and crankiness, I guess. You know, like <laughs> you know, nothing's ever good enough, it seems like, but it's in like a good way, you know. God, I've oh. known that guy since we were 14 years old, and it's been this, that's the same really? story since oh. he was 14 years old. Yeah, yeah, oh, that is absolutely filled to a T. It's incredible. He puts a smile on your face because of his negativity. You know, it's like it's, it's like he's not serious. It's, it's <laughs> you can't take him seriously. But <laughs> I <know. laughs> Bobby, I, I had him. I had him. I told Stoner I had him in his first year at, when he was a rookie in Boston. Very first road trip. Right to the back of the plane, like he owns it. Right into the card <laughs> game, getting chirped by the coaches. He's yelling at the coaches, and we let him in the game. Yeah, pretty, pretty good card player, I'll say though. Yeah, he's a good card player. I played him this year. He, he, he did he did all right this year. I'll say that. He did all yeah, right. yeah, he's he's not bad. Do you guys still play poker on your plane, or are you guys into the schnarps and all the other stuff? No, nah, we don't have enough guys to play. We we have like a five man group, so we play uh, thirteen up, thirteen down, and. Um, I was kind of a fill-in guy uh, when one of the guys got hurt, and then I was hurt for the most most of the season. So I, <laughs> you weren't filling in much, were you? I wasn't filling in. Yeah, I was getting filled in for. So, um, but yeah, it was a good group of guys. Marsha so uh, is good with the book, and McNabb's a big player. Ike's is a good donator. Um, it's a good group. Nice. <laughs> uh, your day with the cup. Well, I think you've had a few days, if I'm not mistaken. So you took it to Winnipeg, your hometown, but yeah. I, you've also had it in Ottawa. Did you not? Did you uh, work some magic? No, I didn't have it here. Um, actually, the first thing that was cool about uh, was at the, the, the day we won, was whatever, four or five, whatever in the morning, and uh, Phil, the keeper of the cup, says, you let me know when you want to leave. And I'm like, okay, why? He goes, well, you, you got to take it home tonight. I'm like, oh, 
okay, that's kind of cool. So uh, I got to take it home that night. Then I had a day and a half in Winnipeg. So I was able to do my own thing, um, visit some, some of the uh, local spots. And then the next day I got to, uh, to go to the children's hospital in Winnipeg, which, which was pretty cool. Also. You did. Yeah. We saw some of the video. Um, very nice. So how much planning did you put into like, as soon as you win, do you like, what am I going to do with my day with the cup? Yeah. So, um, actually reached out to a few people in, in Winnipeg, uh, uh, who, who plan weddings and just got some help. Um, okay. Makes it a lot easier, uh, you know, scheduling things, setting things up. Um, so just got a wedding planner. Uh, she was great. She helped out. Everything went super smooth, had the van for the day. Um, and then the next day uh, uh, the boys had to get the, the cup out of, out of town by five. So we were able to get to the children's hospital around one and, and, and do some cool stuff there as well. Did you eat anything out of it? Um, I actually didn't know. Um, good, good. We actually regret like my family's a big Slurpee family, so I actually regret not putting all those Slurpee in there. But um, uh-huh. we had enough enough uh, enough drinks out of it. <laughs> Who enough did you want? For sure. Did you want to take it to Brady's wedding? Uh, no, <laughs> we got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> I was already on edge. <laughs> so, so that leads into how, like, what was that like when you and Matthew? I know you know each other very well, and obviously you and Brady are close. Uh, what was it like at that weekend? Honestly, it was never really brought up. Uh, other than Big Walt liked to throw likes to like to throw a few jabs at his own kids, so he he, he made sure to bring it up. But um, <laughs> it was it was great. Honestly, it was one of the fun one of the most fun weekends of the summer. Um, we were actually in Miami a couple weekends before with that that same crew of guys. Um, so we saw each other a couple times this summer. It was it was awesome. Uh, but like you said, it's just respect, right? Um, yeah. I respect their family so much. Um, you know, I did something for Brady, and and they've been passing it on ever since they. Uh, you know, their family's so generous with, uh, with everything. So it's been, been awesome. Uh, awesome to get to know everybody there too. I, I didn't know his sister as well, uh, either. So you kind of get to know the whole family. It's awesome. What did Walt say? <laughs> what I did one, one liner? <laughs> he was chirping him pretty good for the, uh, on my goal, uh, in game one, uh, when he kind of flipped it and turned it over. That's, uh, Oh yeah, he was, he was giving him giving it to him pretty good there. He's always laughing though, you know. It's always a good, it's always laughing with those guys. They get over things pretty quick. That's why they're so good. Yes, oh, God. they are. That's so, um, did you perhaps go tarps off at any point at Brady's wedding, much like he did at yours? <laughs> Bob can attest to this. I don't take my shirt off too often. No, owner and I are on the same. <laughs> owner and I were always on the same page here. <laughs> we, we, we I always agree. think to myself. I always think to myself, what if I if I get caught with a picture of my shirt off the Vegas fans? You're like, that's who we got leading the charge here. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, uh, mine stays glued on pretty tight. <laughs> it could be 105, and there'll be two shirts at the party. It'll be Stoner and Bobby. <laughs> I don't want, don't want that suburb. <laughs> We're a hoodie. Uh, did um, oh, I, I lost my train of thought about Brady's wedding? But uh, what was when you hear? I guess Mr. Brightside. Uh, do you roll your eyes? What is it when you think of when you hear that song? Are you tired of it? The f- no, the first time actually it was. I think it was myself, Brady, Smitty, Cease, 
maybe one other guy was his 19th birthday of the first year in training camp. Uh, we didn't play in one of the games and we were at the green room in oh. downtown and there was maybe 12 people there and we did karaoke to Mr. Brightside. And right then I was like, okay, this guy, lo- <laughs> this guy loves this song, but he's been doing it ever since. Every- he did it at my wedding. He did it at this wedding. He's, he did actually, he did it a couple of times. He did it at the rehearsal dinner too. He's, <laughs> he just gets buzzing when that comes on, but no, he, he likes to have a good time and what a beauty. he brings a, brings a smile to everyone's face. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to move around here, but there's, I want to get to some send stuff. Um, but before that you continue, since you've been in your first full season in the league, 2014, 15, you yeah. dominate in takeaways, as everybody's well aware of. Mm. Um, and I just looked like the number of games compared to the number of takeaways for you from uh, in the league is is wild to me. And then, of course, you add that in with the hits. Like it's been a yeah, full machine. Good for hits too, eh? Wow. Yes. That's what, like, <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah. So. I wonder um, I had two back surgeries. <laughs> I was going to wait till the end. Of this leads me to my your very first ever Ottawa Senator game, which you're well aware of, is the playoffs for the New York Rangers. Uh, it's yep. game five. You mm-hmm. assist on the game-winning goal, which is uh, the first one by Jason Spezza. You also led the team in takeaways that game. <laughs> we, really? we should what have known. Have one? You had two. <laughs> two? I was going to say, I think I only played like seven minutes. You, and you played the fewest minutes <laughs> of anybody of on the sense at eight-something. Eight um and I'm curious, like, because Alfie was hurt and then he went back in for game six and seven and you didn't play again. Were you surprised that you didn't go back in based on just how well you played in your 828? Um, no. Uh, I don't think I was holding down the – taking – what's the word for it? I don't think Alfie was going to stay out for me to keep playing uh, at that point. Um, I thought there was maybe a chance I was going to go back in for game seven. I'm – Looking back on it, I mean, it sounds like I said, it sounds kind of bad, but I'm glad I didn't because uh, the moment was pretty big. I was actually, I, I felt overwhelmed even in that game five. It was, uh, I still think about it. I felt outmatched. Uh, um, yeah. And at that point, I, I knew I had a long way to go because I'll be honest, I didn't feel like I belonged quite yet. Really? Yeah. So, what yeah, I mean, it was, it was, what it was, was that too day fast like for you? Um, pretty nervous, obviously. Uh, they didn't really tell me that I was going to go until uh, I got to the rink, which I think helped me a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't really do a ton to overthink things, but um, I was pretty nervous once uh, stepping out for warm-ups. No doubt about that, because I think at five o'clock I knew I was going, um, and I was pretty pretty damn <laughs> pretty damn nervous because <laughs> I mean I didn't really I, I played maybe one exhibition game and then played any other games. To um, so kind of look over, you see Lundqvist, you see. I think Gabrick was still playing. I mean, Rick Nash was there at the time. And just seeing all these guys that you kind of watch, and um, I hadn't even gone up against uh, anyone, really. Uh, I yeah. played one preseason game at the start of the season against Toronto when they probably had six guys in the lineup. So um, I was pretty nervous for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I, and I, I remember that game. I thought you played – and we're talking MSG here, which I don't know if that adds to mm-hmm. it for you. But uh, we all thought you played very, very well, as in the media group. We just were – we were – we were very surprised at how well you played, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think I could have gone one or two ways, right? I think, yep. but for me, like, I was sheltered pretty good, too, uh, which was nice. Um, 
if I remember, I think the shift that we scored on, I think it was after a power play, so they knew I wasn't going to be out there against any of their top guys. I think they did a good job of sheltering me, so um, that helped. I don't think I had a shift in the third period either, which um, I was more than okay with. I think I was hiding in the, in the corner. <laughs> please don't let me help, Paul. Please, please. It's <laughs> uh, very good. So, so about the back, is everything good? As far as I know, um, <laughs> I don't plan on doing any imaging because I don't want to know. I, I feel good. I'm excited to go into training camp. Uh, but like I said, I was excited to go into training camp last year as well. So um, it's like anything you never know, but uh, I feel great. Uh, I'm excited with uh, with where I'm at. Training's going well. Skating's going well. Um, symptoms are starting to go away, which uh, didn't really go away after the first one. It took it usually takes six to six to twelve months to get those away, and things are starting to go away, which is which is positive. And yeah, I'm excited to, to to try and play full eighty two game season because I haven't done it in quite some time. Stoner, who who took that video? During the playoffs, when you left the ice there, and you that went viral. You remember that there was a video yeah. of you leaving practice, and it just took off, and everyone's like, "Oh, what's, what's up with Stone?" Like, how much pain were you in at that time? I popped a rib out uh, in my shoulder blade, so it had nothing to do with my back. <laughs> That's what was funny. Uh-huh. I could see them doing it, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's done, he's done, he's done." I was like, well, "I don't know if I'm going to play tomorrow, but I'll be just give me a day here." <laughs> um and fortunate it, it, it calmed down so i had nothing to do with my my lower back uh, how did you how did you pop a rib i don't know just shooting and it's just like the most minor thing it just moves yeah. a little bit and just shifts um, yeah, yeah it just shifted on me and uh probably because i was so focused on my lower lower half that i kind of uh stopped uh, taking care of uh, all the other bu- uh, muscles i feel like now i'm at the ring for like six hours to Two hours to get warm, two hours to cool down. It's just, but um, yeah, it was funny. I don't know who took that, but uh, it definitely uh, put some focus on Edmonton to to go after me, and I think it uh, that benefited us, you know. Oh man, hey, I popped a rib before. For people that don't know, like I'm surprised you played that quickly because mm-hmm. that's like being kind of stabbed, right? You feel it, and it's it's brutal. Yeah, we got great medicine in uh, in our locker room. <laughs> um, I thought it was because we used you and I used the same trainer, and I I look like a million bucks, so I just assumed that was what it was. Well, are you willing to take your shirt off? Uh, what? No, 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 no. <laughs> tarps tarps off for the brass. No need for that. <laughs> no, no yeah, Schwartzy Schwartzy's been good. It's been fun to get back in the summer and uh, uh, you know. Try and get some mobility back. <laughs> I'm a stiff guy. I'm a stiff guy. But... <laughs> Try. Um, I found an article from an NHLPA story listing your favorite things or your first or whatever. It says something that's overrated is sour candy. Do you still stand by that statement? Oh, absolutely. I guess goosebumps thinking about sour candy, just biting into it. <laughs> yeah, every time guys are eating sour patches and stuff like that, they offer me it. Brings the hairs up on my arms because it just I I cringe. Really? Maybe I have sensitive teeth. I don't know. Is chocolate still your favorite ice cream flavor? Yes, chocolate's my favorite everything. Oh, okay. Do you is Bugs Bunny your favorite cartoon growing up? Is that right? Um, I don't know if I really had one. Did I write Bugs Bunny? You did. Probably (laughs) wrote that because uh, Space Jam was my favorite movie. (laughs) <laughs> wow. so uh 
And finally, out of this list, uh, you said your preferred way to pass time on team flights is. Do you know? <laughs> Sitting there. Podcasts. <laughs> Podcasts. Yeah, well, it is now. Yeah, I got a bunch. So, so uh, I appreciate you always listening to ours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the one thing Listen is, I, I forgot was the day after you won the cup final, I had just driving around in my car and XM radios on, uh, I think the hits channel, whatever. And they're mentioning Mark Stone and the Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. I'm like, what's the cool? And I thought it was pretty neat just knowing you and, and how humble you are of now being everywhere. What's the coolest thing that's happened since you've won the Cup? Um, well, being a big Nickelback fan. Uh, I love Nickelback. <laughs> having those guys reach out. Uh, oh, posting right. On their, posting on their Instagram and uh, signing a guitar for me. Uh, uh, congratulating me. That's been probably my coolest so far. I totally. I know Nickelback's Nickelback's a 50-50 yes or no, but yeah, there's a few loyal listeners on our team. I actually, uh, I saw them live in like Irvine, way back when. Um, I think I went with Lucas Spiza. The two of us were like, they're playing. It's a Tuesday night. What else are we gonna do? So we went, and then we start looking around, and all those guys that probably trashed Nickelback or this. I'm like, is that true? Dowdy and Trevor Lewis, or the <laughs> Brad Richardson. So we're all just staring at each other, like, yeah, we like them too. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like I feel like no, everyone's scared to admit that they like them, but everybody yes. likes them. Yeah, everybody, everybody quietly likes them, and they were really, really good live. I will say that. I saw them uh, MSG live, one of my favorite shows of all time. They were really. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a few, few guys, a few of our boys say the same thing. They saw him in Vegas the first year, and they said it's the best, best concert they ever been to. Yeah, yep. There. So yes, I forgot about that. I meant to have that in the show. I apologize. Um, that's right. That's pretty cool. Um, have you met any other celebs because of winning the cup? Will you end up on like the Tonight um, Show or something? <laughs> I don't think. So. I don't think so. Um, getting on, going on the Pat McAfee show is pretty cool. Um, I love those guys. Uh, Good. We got a, we got one guy uh, who's a huge fan of the team. He took on the Knights. Uh, so that's kind of how, how it came up, Ty. Um, and then Pac-Man started wearing my jersey uh, on the show during the, the cup run. That was uh, pretty surreal because Pac-Man Jones is a legend. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, assume, I assume you've seen the Center Ice logo uh, that they just unveiled for your team this year. Uh, what are your thoughts for those who don't know, it's supposed to look like the inside or looking down on top of the Stanley Cup bowl. Uh, oh, wow. Interesting. I did not know that. Uh, I saw it. I mean, they do everything pretty cool with that ring. Yes. You know, it's one of the funnest places to play. I have a, I'd have a hard time um, playing 41 times a year anywhere else. So, um, yeah, we're pretty lucky to get to play there. So, it looks pretty cool, though. I mean, it really is. Cool. I wonder yeah. if that black is going to piss guys off though when you're passing through the neutral zone. Yeah. I, was, I thought that when I saw it because it lose like, the puck. Yeah, just for yeah. a half second, you know. But uh, I'm curious to see, like, what was it before? Because I would assume it would be the same, right? It's it wasn't that uh, different in a way. It kind of has the same glowy yellow to it. Listen, I'll try to dig it up, or I'll get Gavin to dig it up before <laughs> we get off the show here. Because um, I think that that black was probably probably. I there. think it was there. Right there. Was it? it yeah. Might might have been all right. We're the league to has to approve it. So, nah. um, have you thought about their banner raising as a final question about the cup final? Yeah, I have um, for sure. We started kind of scheduling our, our, our couple days before too with the rings, uh, getting our rings, getting the ring dinner, uh, leading into that first practice. Uh, as I guess it would be 
Not sure what the schedule. We play pretty early. I think we play on a Tuesday this year. So I think our last preseason games may be Saturday. So we don't have a ton of time in between, which is kind of nice. Um, so we'll practice Monday uh, and then Tuesday uh, right into it. Um, yeah. Kind of, it's like sad, right? Because in, yeah. in other, other sports, they get to keep their trophy and we kind of got to give it back and you got to go and try and win it again. But that's why it's so special. But yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Um, we have the majority of our team coming back too, which is pretty rare, I think. And yeah, there's uh, very few especially change. Especially with the cap. Uh, obviously, losing Smitty is it's going to be kind of sad that he can't be there with us. But uh, and Phil uh, looks like Phil, Quickie, uh, you know, a couple other guys. But um, yeah, it'll be be awesome. I think there's almost I think maybe 20 of us coming back, which is which is pretty rare. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Are you tired? Like, there's one thing they talk about is teams, the cup team coming back because of all the off-ice activities and parties. Is there a concern? Have you had that chat with people about getting ready for the season? Sorry, my computer's a little battery on my head. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, especially <laughs> there's a few other cup parties are uh, a little bit later right now that guys are doing them. And uh, I know how much fun I had at mine and how little – training i did during the week of mine uh so there's a little bit of concern but you know what uh we got we got three weeks of training camp so we should be all right <laughs> that's it Spoken like a player throwback guy in the 90s right there i love it <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure old butchie will make sure that we get uh, a nice hard training camp this year you get the get us ready yeah uh, for those who uh, don't know or want to know, uh, in 30 minutes or 28 minutes at Frank Ryan Park in Ottawa, the Stanley Cup is there with uh, your trainer, Kevin uh, Muir. Mike Muir. Yeah, oh, Mike wow. Muir. Yeah. Um, so, got a uh, decent Ottawa connection, actually. Our strength yeah, coach had it in Carp as well, Doug Davidson. Yes, and Ben Hutton so, in uh, Cornwall. Yeah. Um, it's been neat. It's been around the city for a bit, so that's been pretty cool. Uh, what was it like to see your name on it? Yeah, that was really neat. Um, the fact that they did that, uh, you know, you get to, because I'm sure uh, at cup parties, I'm sure guys are looking like, where's your name? Where's your name? You don't get to show your buddies. Uh, you get to see it um, usually before the banner raising and that's it. So it was pretty cool to be able to show everybody that uh, where we are. Um, and I think we had 20, 27 players on this year uh, with four goalies um, and 23 skaters, which, uh, which I think is pretty high considering. Yes, yeah. but good. Um, the first team to have four goalies. <laughs> Ottawa would have had seven had they won this year. Um, <laughs> the uh, Speaking of playing with Ottawa, you and Bobby played some time together. I'm just curious if you have any stories that you have held that you'd like to share about one Bobby Ryan. Uh, God, too many. Yeah, <laughs> there, was, there might be a couple. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton. Um, no, we went to we went for a lot of early dinners. Uh, I know Bob yeah. like Bob used to like to beat the pot to see Meth's reaction on those. That was pretty fun. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Order the nicest steak, order the nicest bottle of wine, and just watch Meth's ears <laughs> smoke come out of his ears. That was always fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sure you get dessert. Meth loves his calves. I don't know, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't have a ton. I mean, the rookie parties were always fun for us. The, the Vegas rookie party we had, um, what was that? 2018. Oh, yeah. That was a blast. We had some some characters there. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we had a we had one 
I'm not going to name names. We had a guy who would get wheelchaired into his room, which was always, it was just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I, I had to, well, I was the wheelchair pusher. Um, uh, well, actually I shouldn't say that there was a, there was a relay of wheelchair pushers. I was just the finishing one that, that got stuck in that room for 45 minutes. <laughs> and we had Gabrick on our team who was a real oh, yeah. character. Yeah. And he, you know, in a, in a bad year, we had some guys that made uh, that last couple of months pretty fun. We uh, yeah we absolutely did. I'll say uh, off the ice and outside of hockey. I remember Stoner one time, and I he asked me about stories the other day, and I was like, "Well, you got to keep it PG, obviously." But one time Stoner and I went to, and I don't know who we went to play with. Um, but we're not the Eagle Creek. Is it Eagle Creek? Is that the name of it? Oh yeah, Eagle Creek. Yeah. Yeah, and Stoner shows up and opens his bat trunk, and his golf clubs aren't in there, and he's like, "Oh yeah. my god!" He's I like, "He forgot his that. golf clubs when we went golfing." So he's like, "I guess I'll just rent," and then just proceeded to drop a seventy-five on everybody with rental clubs. Right? After. Like, I was like, "Come on, man!" Like, I went straight. I went straight to Golf Town and bought that driver. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Did you actually? I remember you I saying, did, yeah. "Like, I love this thing." I was like, "Wow, I've never hit this club straighter." Oh. Went straight to Golf Town. I think it was the M1 Taylor made back in the day. It was like, yeah, straight to Golf Town, bought it. I do remember that it was like trying okay. to buy it in the pro shop right out of the set can i just take this home with me like, <laughs> it's like one of the better rounds i've ever played oh it was, um, it was unbelievable we were like well we got this guy's money today and then just a quick 75 and then <laughs> 18 D- didn't you just I, play with yorkie the other day yorkie how do you do is he still that good he, he, we, we were we were i'll tell you this before stoner answers i was shit all day <laughs> until the last six holes when stoner and i were partners and he saved our bacon on 18, birdied 18. And yeah, so a, the, I, I, I was the only one that got paid. All three guys paid me. So <laughs> I felt like a sad beggar, but I'm like, I shot 80. So, like, you know, I wasn't yeah. even sad. It was just everybody was bad. And But the game we played on the sixth hole, the 12th hole, and the 18th hole were big holes, and I think I birdied all three. All three. Oh, that's all it takes, yeah. So, you, you know, it just the points just worked out for me. But, okay, yeah, Yorkie and I, we had a, a good 18th hole. Good. <laughs> Speaking of drivers, though, that driver you have is pretty sweet with the Vegas colors. What like that? He's got yeah. the Vegas Golden Knights golden driver, and you're just oh. hammering that. Yeah, that's actually uh, you know, a guy from Ottawa, Sean Mullen. Mullins is his name. He started a company called Acra, uh, I think, out of Kingston, actually, and he ended up getting bought by True Temper. Um, so he, he's the rep for. Uh, true temper online he actually made the hamburglar shaft when when hammy was uh, going on that run i don't know if you saw that one I remember seeing that one bob i do it was pretty, yeah it's yeah. pretty cool so he he made me uh, a custom knights one and sent it out to me and then he just shipped me 30 uh custom stanley cup ones for everybody which is which is awesome wow that's wow. sweet that's unreal well, you'll yeah, have to show them so you get them uh one more golf can. thing, and this is uh, I'll, I'll make fun of it. What's the hole at Royal Ottawa that's the drivable par four? I think it's got like a tree on the right, but it's kind of a <laughs> so ten. Yeah, so Third. we're playing in that fucking charity tournament. I drove the green and made a five. <laughs> yeah, you're, were you above the hole? Were you above I, was, the- I was above the hole considerably. I blew it right past, and then didn't get up and down. <laughs> my my chip coming back was like straight up the hill. And I just, I, I was so mad that I put it off the green that I 
I bladed a chip back up and then I had to two putt from 30 feet to make a five after, <laughs> after driving the green. I almost went home. It was like the fourth hole of the day. I almost called it a day. Oh, I, I got home from our, our round on Wednesday and I'm like, man, I actually thought I played pretty good. 80. I don't know. I, I got to count. I got to count again. <laughs> I counted my every single shot. I had 30, I think it was 38 putts. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. I was just stick handling around the green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They punched the green. They punched the green. It's a little bumpy, so we'll use that as an excuse. We'll use an excuse. We got a good one coming up here on Wednesday. Yorkie, Alfie, and Cease. We, we got a good one coming up Wednesday. I like it. Oh, yeah. I'll be Where, uh, is it teams or is it individual? It'll be teams this time. Teams. Last time, we, I think they were easing me in, so we did uh, – uh, change partners every six. That's why it mattered so much on the sixth uh, hole because yeah. we were doing uh, automatic presses on those ones. Oh, very good. Uh, I'm going to ask you about a couple of players. I know you don't like to, obviously, teams don't like to talk about other teams, but one, you train with Eric Carlson. He's obviously your teammate mm -hmm. at one point. Um, he's now in the East. Are you okay with not seeing him play in San Jose anymore? I mean, I like going up against him. It's always fun, right? Uh, we got a good little. Good little thing going. He he beat us in the playoffs there. Uh, was that 20, 2019? So, um, I like to uh, I like to I liked to get to, to play against uh, him in San Jose so I can get a little bit of payback. But um, I'm happy for him. I think he like he's everything he says. He he, he wants to get back on a competitive team, and yep. clearly San Jose is looking to uh, towards the future. And um, I think it's a good spot for him. That 2017-18 Eric Carlson, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the year. It, may, it might be the year before. 16-17, yeah. Was he, was he by far the best player on the ice? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. For our team every night, he was for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. I, I think it, there was probably a three or four year stretch where he, he was probably uh, fighting to be considered the best player in the world for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there was games where I mean, I think even in the our, 
our playoff was going to be pretty short there uh, against Boston. Uh, I think it was game two going into the third. He put kind of put us on his back there, um, got us into overtime. Dion got a big win. Um, if we don't win that game, if he doesn't do that, we're we're probably uh, probably going home pretty early in that one. Yeah. Now he was been known to argue with a lot of teammates because he was that he was just fiery. Did he ever have arguments with you about plays? Like I can remember him and I think it was Broussard and him and Math and. There's a few guys, obviously, but I'm just curious if you felt the wrath of Eric Carlson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I was okay with yapping back, too, right? Um, he, he definitely didn't scare me. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, when I was young, um, you know, I think the thing with him, right, is – and I think it's with all these the, the best players, they just expect that everybody can do what they can, right? Yes. Um, it's just not, <laughs> not accurate. So um, – <laughs> I think now I think he's getting a little more understanding of that, right? Um, yeah. You know, especially playing on a young team last year and having all that success. I think when he was there, he just thought everybody could do what he could do. And there was very few people on earth that could do what he could do. And um, that's why I think it's it's such a great situation for him to go play with, you know, Sid, Gino, uh, where he's yeah. got the guys that they, they can. It's going to be pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty interesting to see. Yeah. It's going to be scary, uh, actually. <laughs> I just don't know if they have enough pucks on the ice. That's the only thing I'm going but it'll be interesting. The power play is what's going to, is curious, has me curious, but I do. Um, I agree. That five, that five on five, when those guys are out there, is going to be, they're, they're going to love getting those passes from him. Yeah. Your thoughts on Brady Kachuk going into what is his sixth year? Um, I, I know you're very close. So I'm just curious to what you think his game has evolved into. Is he a preeminent power forward in the game today? Yeah. I mean, he's probably, you know, as close to, you know, that old school, pro, you know, power forward type, right? Um, you don't see him anymore. Um, you know, when he goes to the net and, you know, he gets in those battles, no one really wants to fight him. Um, you know, he's so big, so strong. And I think that's how he kind of imposes his will, right? Um, but, you know, I think he's he's learning as it goes too, right? The team needs him on the ice. So they, there's, there's times where you, obviously like the, the Truba fight, that was awesome spark the team um those kind of things are great but when he kind of gets uh gets losing control he just fights for no reason it's i think he's got he's, he's learning now that that's probably not the best thing for him but um i love when he gets in those kind of net front rivalries with those d-men and gets in those big fights because it's you know i think ottawa's record when he does that it, it's got to be good yeah it's okay here's a question i don't know if you can answer do you think ottawa is a playoff team in the east yeah, I, I do. Uh, I really do. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, a lot of those guys have never been and you do have to learn, um, you know, how to get there. And I think this year was good for them. They got close and uh, the pressure got up and, and they didn't handle it that great. Right. Uh, I think they learned from that. I think you see like Carolina back in the day, those guys would get close and then mm-hmm. uh, they'd miss. So, uh, I think that they're uh, at the stage now where, you know, I think there's some teams that have re- regressed and, and, and they've prog- progressed. So um, I see them uh, in a great situation. they got a lot of guys uh, signed for a long time and they can grow together. So, um, and I've been skating with a lot of them. They're all uh, really good people. Um, you know, met a lot of them at, at Brady's wedding. Uh, and I think they're ready. Uh, they, they're sick of losing. Um, and, I, and I think they'll take that next step. 
the team at Brady's wedding or the group of players, could it beat any team in the National Hockey League that was assembled at that wedding? No, they couldn't beat us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of – yeah, there's a lot of – Wow. He's been yeah. to – I mean, when you play in the national program, right, you meet – Yeah. You become yeah. friends with a lot of those guys, the Hughes brothers. Um, you know, Josh was there. Um, you know, Robbie Thomas lived with – uh, his family, so they became really close. There was a ton, a ton of talent there, um, and it was fun. Those are the those are the most fun weddings. They ran has so much in common and uh, kind of let loose, kind of get to get to know a lot of the different people from around the league. It was very good, uh, Matt, that, or Matt Stoner. I don't want to keep you yeah. any longer. Um, much appreciate you stopping by. I know it's been a busy summer, so thank you. Uh, we do wish you success, except when you maybe come to Ottawa or face the Sens. I am uh, scoring at a good clip in my games here in Ottawa, so I'm going to try and get that going. <laughs> there you go. I always get a nice reaction from the fans, so I like coming back here. You're, oh, yeah. you're so – like, you're um, among the players, you're so, ex- one of them extremely well-liked. And even in our live chat, people are like, can you come back? We want you to come back. Please come back. <laughs> uh, so at the end of your contract, listen, we just gave Claude Giroux a career year. So just something to think about. <laughs> you may be signing your new deal after your Vegas one, okay? Unless they decide to kick me to the curb in Vegas, I'm going to try and play there the rest of my career, unfortunately. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, fortunately, I should say. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, good luck this year. We wish you all the health and success uh, again. Uh, so thank you for, for joining us, my friend. Thank you, boys. Good yeah. seeing you, Bob. You're See you Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yes. There goes Mark Stone, uh, captain of the Stanley Cup champion, yeah. Vegas Golden Knights. Nice try, Wally. Nice try trying to get him back for another. Little, I just uh, want to speak for the fans. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, I, I got a lot of friends in the community. I grew up here. Every single person, when Mark Stone's name comes up, I'd say, you know, you got Alfredson, you got Carl. Stoner's right there, though, with, yes. with yeah. appreciation, love. And, and people here are smart. They know hockey, right? So they know smart player, good player, leader, good person, all the above. He just, well, does, he just does everything right. Everything. 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 Yeah. Hey, Bob, it, what? Why do you think it's tough to ask Stoner because he's he's so humble. Why do you think he's so good at takeaways? Well, I think, and and I can relate because I'm a, a lot in the same in one area. He's not the fleetest of guys. Um, he doesn't he doesn't get around as quickly, but he gets to where he's got to be on time, and he gets to and he reads plays defensively as well as anybody that I've seen read the game. He. I mean, and, and, you know, being in the same room with him for a long time, like he, he knows guys. Yeah. He knows defensemen when they go back, he knows the defensemen that don't want to rim the puck that want to make a play. So he goes at those guys differently. He knows where to go. Um, I don't think I've ever played with somebody that watches as much hockey and studies it as much as he did. Um, He knew every play from the night before all the time on games. and, And he's just a student of the game and a guy that understands all the, uh, subtle, I guess, intricacies of guys. So he's he's just he's just an intelligent player, and then goes to where he's going to be, and then he and then he's unassuming. You think he got him beat, and he's not quick, so he doesn't. You know, he's got that long reach that he's able to utilize as well. So, um, and and he's dedicated to it. That's for sure. Yeah, his hand eye is unreal. Well, just let that yeah. goal in the playoffs, he knocks it out of the air. Yep. Like just like he's yeah. got uh, he's got some special skills. No, it's just it's crazy. It's year in year out. He's right there with yep. takeaways, and it's. Yep. It's uh, it's tough for some people to explain that, but yeah, no, I think that's all I the think, reasons uh, you said there. Yeah, I think if if Stoner gets eighty games 
you know, 75 games plus this year with Patrice Bergeron being gone and not getting the automatic first pick mm-hmm. every time. I think you have a different look at the Selkie trophy. And I think Stoner's name's in the top three. Yeah. Hey, you but Mitch Marner's name keeps him coming up time oh, and time again with for the these Selkie stuff. Trophy yeah, candidate. Yeah, great. Um, great, good player. The one thing player. about, about Mark player. Stone is takeaways. He also uses a boat oar as a yeah. yeah he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's got that giant knob that he uses, yeah. like that knob at the end of his stick. It's I'm like, how do you get your hand around that thing? That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. He uh, anyway. When I looked up those numbers about takeaways, and I knew that he didn't play that much this year. And I was like, he is so far ahead of everybody. And then the hits on top of that, like he's just a complete player. So the one thing I remember uh, after Carl got traded, there was talk about who should be the captain. And then Mm -hmm. it sat dormant until they gave it to Brady. And I always thought Mark Stone should have been the captain of the Ottawa senators. I'd say um, while he was here, but yeah, I think those of us in the room, Yeah, those those of us in the room didn't think there would be any other pick or discussion. It should have been him. So, yeah, yeah, we like you could see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say day one you could see it, but you could see it very early on with with Stoner that he just had all yeah. those you know Guy Boucher words, the intangibles. But he just yeah. he just yeah. it's the way he carries himself, the way he shows up every day. So they got a good one. In, in by the way, Bob, he is pounding the golf ball right now. Dude, he hammers the golf ball, hammers it. I mean, well, that that par four, he put it right in front of the green. Like he, his yeah. carry is about three hundred. Like it's nuts. I would, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, so he, you he think if he doesn't get a like he, I remember one time in that same tournament, I finally like, I had I hit a I hit a good driver, but I, I was like that has to win. There's nobody behind me at this point in the day. I was the longest drive and there was only two rounds behind me or something like that. And stoner is one of them. And he beat me by like four yards and I was livid Cause I was like, maybe he'll miss the fairway. Maybe I'll finally win this damn long ball contest, but he's just automatic. It's an automatic 300 something yards. Crazy. Every time. Cause it's- Alfie, Alfie was playing too. And he hits it far. Yeah. Like he hits it really far. Stoner's further. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's he's crazy. he's probably the best driver of the golf or, or the forgets last up there as well. But uh, oh, yeah. Stoner hits the golf ball. Long. Our game, he won that. By the way, that 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 game was one on the first tee. He's like, ah, I've only played a couple times this year. Yeah, goes, I'm usually a two, but uh, more more like a six. Yeah. <laughs> well, they shot eighty though, you know. So yeah, yeah. But uh, but but showed up when it counted. Every six hole, he birdied. That's what he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we've got to because uh, we're going to do this at the top of the show, but uh, Gavin f- brought in Mark Stone too early. We've got to get to our ad reads. Let's go. <laughs> so he will be getting written up at the end of the show. Uh, <laughs> as always, our show brought to you by Botano. Uh, but go to botano.ca, download the award-winning app, um, and start to get into all the NHL futures, which are online right now. Uh, the amazing world of sports is always with you at Botano. Hundreds of betting options for events and try same game parlays with BetBuilder. Also live in-game betting, the most competitive odds on the market. Plus, I think they're getting into pickleball soon, so Bobby will be able to uh, tell you all the odds on that. Botano, the game starts now. Uh, Bob, there you go. All right. I won't be able to tell anybody pickleball odds. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There will be one in the backyard for no other reason than I like to work out on it. Um, But this show is always brought to you by our partners at BEI, Bonisher Homes. BonisherHomes.com. Their, their number is not up here. I don't know this board very well, but they have a variety of floor pans. Apparently, they're, they're putting a whole city up somewhere outside of Ottawa. Uh, and you got many options to choose from. Prices starting as low as 500000 
BEI, Bonisher Homes, the difference that a Bonisher home makes. Slow down in construction zones, please. <laughs> listen up and uh, listen. Yeah. Oh, free hockey Friday. That's it. No, free, it, no, you don't get well, free ice Friday if I read that board. That grown up without. You, you can't combine the two. I don't think. I don't know that. I, 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 I think that's a penalty. Um, I've been doing the other one for so long. I'm. Uh, I know. That's <laughs> yeah. why I'm trying to mix things up for you. All right. Uh, by the way, the, the subdivision is the Ren subdivision uh, by BEI, just an hour west of Canada. Uh, you can give them a shout. Anyway, BonisherHomes.com. Now, Yorkie, the other day you brought up this, oh, we should do Stanley Cup odds sometime. We haven't done it. July mm -hmm. 31st, we did it. But I went ahead and gave it to you again today. The odds have changed a little. Mm -hmm. But as always, the Vegas Golden Knights with Colorado, there's four now that are the odds-on favorites right now to win the Stanley Cup. Colorado, Vegas, Toronto, Carolina. Uh, Guys, Ottawa did move up a bit. Uh, uh, there was a couple teams that dropped backwards a little bit, but uh, Ottawa still middle of the pack. 14th? Wow. How, how the hell does Carolina make this list at the same odds as those three teams? And they've been there all the time. Yeah, I don't get I mean, it. They do have some success, I guess, in the regular season. Well, I remember Brindamore, he goes after they lost, he's like... Uh, we should have won. We should have won. He was in shock. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> they who was the who was the who was the goalie in that series that stood on their on his head against them, Wally? When Brindamore, uh, I might not remember in this. This isn't the. I'm well. Now I'm going to forget. But I want to say the Islander game, but it's not the Islander series because they weren't in it. No, um, they weren't in the series. It was. I know. Uh, it's not New Jersey. Doesn't doesn't. Matter. I might be throwing a couple of bucks down on the Death Stars. Yeah. You like the 14, stars? Fourteen hundred. I like the stars. I like what they've done. I'd be putting them in the mix. They're I, better. Yeah, they're yep. better. Yep. They weren't that far off. So if you are Montreal, Philly, Anaheim, San Jose, and you're going, you're a player on that team going into the year, and you're a, I'll say veteran, mm -hmm. and there's just no chance. What do you feel like? <laughs> <laughs> having a um, good uh, having a good uh first part of the season so you get traded to a contender yep hopefully yep. in a tax-friendly state <laughs> that's about it win-win eh? <laughs> yeah. i'll try to keep a positive attitude till november 5th <laughs> <laughs> like are you on the phone with your agent no no a lot of guys are just happy to be playing hockey you never know like Everybody is, you'd be surprised, at least when I was playing, how many guys don't listen to the outside noise. It's very you true. To, you get to training camp and, and you're with the guys. You're so happy to be back. Um, it's, you miss that and you get back into the lot. And, and, unless you're a guy that really doesn't like it. But I played with very few guys that actually hate where they are. You're in the NHL. You're, it's a great life. Like yeah. anybody that hates it needs their head examined. Yeah. Um, There's no bad days in the league. It really it's so yeah I, I people make too much out of that uh they were carolina was swept by florida oh yeah 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 it was they florida yeah that's right yeah Bobrovsky was unbelievable yeah. that series that's yeah good. that's right can't believe uh, I forgot that. so anyway I, a couple of quick sense notes one they hired an analytics full-time guy saw that um, that's a bonus good hire uh finally they've been using a part-time guy forever and it's just this is this is a good move for sure. Now, Yorkie, I want to get to the other thing, uh, as you're a part owner, um, about mm -hmm. uh, Ann Lauer. The executive has finally 
approved him to go ahead. Yep. So it's basically what? Now they just got to sign the 800 pages of paperwork? I would think so. Like, uh, it's unanimously approved. It's got a lawyer work has to be done, some more paperwork. And what did we say? Mid middle of September, it's probably done. Like, probably right before training camp at some time. It's official. And, and uh, off we go. Uh, it's it's exciting because you can see just it's great. You, know, you can, you can feel good. it coming. There's there's a lot of hype around this season, despite the fact there hasn't been a lot of news uh, with player signings or whatever Shane Pinto or all that stuff. But you mm -hmm. can feel uh, the level of excitement finally starting to build here. Well, there's you look at the team and at least on paper right now, there's not really any holes. Maybe maybe a bottom six forward, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but we'll see. Like. Well, there's a hole if they don't have Shane Pinto. Yeah, for sure. That'll, that'll get sorted out one way or the other. They're going to have yep. to move somebody. Um, you keep hearing Matthew Joseph's name, but who knows? We'll have to wait and see on that. But I just read today, too, that Forsberg's 100%. So Anton Forsberg is 100% ready to go. Corpus Allo. Um, I'm really intrigued to see how the goaltenders start off the season. Because with any team, that's the key. It's goaltending. If they get good goaltending, they're going to be a playoff team. I'm on paper, this is, they've got, yeah. they don't have any holes. They don't. This is, um, and I don't want to get into the situation because I know nothing about it, but is <laughs> is Alex Formanton just a player that never will be back? Crazy, eh? It's crazy. Like he needs to get cleared before yeah. he comes back. The okay. NHL, so and, this keeps getting pushed back with everyone's waiting to hear what happens from uh, the law side. Yeah, so okay. the NHL is – so what we've all been told is the Senators have to wait uh, for this to get sorted out, and the league will give them the, the yay or no – the yay or nay either way. So it's a, it's just a it's and a then difficult if he, situation. If he gets cleared, does he go back to his original contract status where he's a restricted? He's, he's restricted. Yeah, he's RFA. He's okay. an RFA. The Senators still hold his rights. They, yeah. Okay. So everything yeah. just kind of got placed on a freeze. Yeah. And well, when you look at the you look at the type of player that Ottawa needs, it's it's him. I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's exactly him. what he would bring to yes. the table. Yeah, and he's young. I would love to see him on a line with Pinto. He'd be I'm great. Not, yeah, yeah, he'd be great. He was just uh, he was just you could see when players are about to pop, like he's just ready to pop. So yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with all this uh, with, with the whole uh, fiasco. What's the latest time frame on that? Is there any? There isn't one. No, so it's gonna it's gonna be a while. Obviously, here's my own personal take: is uh, I don't know that he gets resigned, and okay. the reason, I, and the only reason I say that is because every other player that I know of, for the most part, has been playing. Now I know they're under contract; that makes it a bit different. Yeah, right. he was under the RFA, but I believe there is stuff that has kept them from signing him. Because listen, yeah. it's the National Hockey League, and if they can have a chance to win. Every team does whatever it can to win right. for the most part, right? And so yeah. if if they could get him in the lineup, I think he would be. That's right. that's the only know. reason I say that. Yeah, I don't you know don't, one way or the other. No, but no. Yorkie, you know as a – if you have a chance to add a player to your lineup that can help oh, you win. Oh, for sure you do. Yeah, for sure you, you put do. him in. That's all I'm saying. Okay. For sure um, last thing before we go, and I, I do uh, – well, actually, there's two, but maybe I, I may have to skip one, is um, – some, I, I think it's Metallica. Yes. As a player, how big of a boost is it to hear that there's a new owner? I'm sure it doesn't play that big of an impact when it comes to training camp. Uh, and I'll say maybe not training camp, but there is a mental boost 
when it comes to getting a new owner. Uh, I'll say with the pedigree that comes with a type of Michael Landlauer. Um, I, I mean, Bjork, yeah, I can not in the room. Nobody cares. Do, right. Do you think, um, um, I think with this particular situation with how Ottawa's group, I would say guys are talking about it. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you the, you know, what's really happy is the alumni. <laughs> yes. We just got, our box just got upgraded. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> Are you moving down from the 400 level? Yeah. 200 level, man. Whoa. There you go. And I'll tell you one thing about Michael Andlauer. Um, and I've been told this, I don't mind sharing this. He is the only guy uh, that when they did the betting for the teams that asked about the alumni. No way. The only one. Yeah, so he's dialed in. Like he understands. He gets it. He he understands the whole dynamics of what happened here in Ottawa. Like there was there was a there was a generation of fans that were left behind here, and it's you can't deny that. And mm-hmm. I I just think this there's going to be a, a a lot of momentum because what you alluded to, Wally, with there's genuine excitement here with the ownership, and and uh, if this team couple that with Michael Andlauer, and if the team wins. This team's going to go to another level, off the ice and on the ice. It's 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 going to be really cool. Me neat. Uh, finally, we'll make this quick, and because uh, I know you guys know it's in the show. Uh, Austin Matthews signed the one year, or sorry, four year contract at thirteen point two five per year, making him the highest paid player per year. I looked at now, you could do for another seventy five thousand and get Tim Stutzla and Drake Batherson, or you could take Stutzla and Chikrin under the deal. You could do Josh Norris and Drake Batherson or Tarasenko and have money left over. Would you guys take Tim Stutzla and Drake Batherson over Austin Matthews? All day long. Yeah, I don't think it's even a question. I would. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to get to the point where Timmy is right now. And I, 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 Timmy's project, like, look what he's done already at such a young age. And he. They're both center icemen. Um, Timmy was killing penalties last year and doing a pretty good job. Like, yeah. I, like he's just – Matthews is a pure shooter. Um, he's great in traffic. He's great in small space. He's got one of the best releases. But I just watch how Tim Stutzla plays the game. To me, the best players in the league are able to rag the puck and make something out of nothing. Like Stutzla's got that. Um, does Matthews have that? Yeah, for sure. But – not to the level that I think Stutzla, like Stutzla's edge work and skating is to me much more elite than Matthews. And, and the game now is all about skating. I'm not saying Stutzla's a better player right now, but his projection because of the skating to me has a higher ceiling. I, I, I really believe that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not going to, I, I tend to agree and I won't get into the specifics um, or comparing the two players because they, they're both, it's tough. They're both. See, elite. that's the argument, right? Is right. I think you can argue Austin Matthews may be top five player in the league, top ten for sure. Yes. Yeah. Regular season player. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Tim, and uh, Timmy's on on the way there. Um, the yes, way. but he's he not even there be, yet. He might even no. be sneaking into the 10, 12 area. I don't know. But it, for me, when you're posing that question, I'm taking two thirds of a line as opposed to one because yeah. you got you got. You know, just say you take Timmy and, and Drake, you have yeah. an uh, elite, and then you have a right-handed winger. So I'm good. I'll take but the I'll, right-handed I'll, winger all day. 
I'll throw this one back at you, Wally. Yeah. Take in everything into account. Salary. I'll take Stutzla one for one over Matthews at eight at eight and change whatever he makes compares to to, to Matthews thirteen. It's Deal. Close. I would it's take that. Close. Yeah. Take it that just it, it affords me the the luxury of getting more players on my team to yeah. which is basically the the question you're posing here. I'm taking. I think the two best contracts in hockey are going to be him and Jack Hughes for a yeah. long time. Yeah. 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 I'm taking Stutzla over Hughes too, by the way. So yeah. Okay. So if you are the GM, if you're Brad for living, how do you get into having to give up a $13 million a year player then? It's crazy. It's like I was talking to some guys about this other day. The NHL now, it's like high stakes gambling. You draft your players, you draft them so high, you have to keep them, and you're betting that they're going to do well. Like you're basically right now, you've pushed your chips into the table and you're all in on Austin Matthews. And so far, not a lot's gone down and gotten done in the playoffs. And there's, yeah, he's won the heart. He's scored a lot of goals. He's a great player, but you're, you're pot committed now. So it's, man, it's got to be nerve wracking being a GM. Like you, yeah. yeah. Like so much now is based on your player development and who you draft. Like you better not be wrong. Cause once you draft these guys, you're married to them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're doing all this psychological testing. Uh, so much work but man it's sometimes you miss but then listen Matthews is a great player he's an awesome player yes but I don't know we'll see maybe this is the year Toronto breaks out but so far it's man it's uh I wouldn't take that bet okay that's and so when you bring up uh, player development it's interesting to me because Carolina no longer has an AHL affiliate yeah so they've lost Chicago Chicago's now independent are how do you do that in today's NHL how do you know. not have a development program? It's crazy. I, I'd have one. We have to. <laughs> like, yeah. You need control of your players. Like you, you want, you want to be able to, to have that close relationship with the coach and go down there. I, the Sens have a perfect relationship here. Belleville's close and it's, it's the yeah. ideal situation. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. Well, Carolina had it. They had, I think Raleigh was their AHL team and yeah. then green Greensboro or something was their East Coast very, League. They were all really close. Anyway, I just very, don't very odd. Something, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, boys, I appreciate your time as always. Uh, guess what? I'm gonna bring you guys back Thursday. All right. Don't don't look so excited. <laughs> Thursday at three. Thursday at three, I believe, right? Uh you you listen, I just I'm just here to facilitate you guys. I, I just I just work here. <laughs> I, got, All right. I got Thursday at two on my calendar, so that's what we agreed on, I guess. Perfect. Okay. And See then you Thursday. Oh, are we are we observing Labor Day on the fourth on Monday? Or are we coming back Monday? No, I think we observe it with a show. Uh, okay, but Sounds I haven't good. talked to Yorkie, so hang on. All right, we'll, I'll move some tea times around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. some shuffling. Yeah, we might have to get back to you. All right, yeah, see you Thursday. We'll deal with the rest later. later Thanks, everybody. Boy, Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.